This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Love our podcast. Listen to our live radio show on Love Sport every Thursday, 7 till 9 p.m., 5, 5, 8 a.m., DAB Digital Radio and online, lovesportradio.com. start with that one absolutely what right. a great chart the palace fans have done it again it's uh i mean there is a star man playing on our right his name is andros townsend and he is uh dynamite somewhat dynamite yeah somewhat, dynamite, yes. somewhat yeah, I, I, yeah. i'll say consistently dynamite consistently <laughs> inconsistently dynamite, yeah. oh, i'll tell you what it's uh it's been a long time coming that chart because he's deserved something for the last year or so he's at we've just we've needed to express how much we love him yeah because he's put so much into the every time he's on that pitch puts a hundred percent into the shirt runs himself into the ground and now now he has a chant befitting him so there you go good evening this is love sport three minutes past seven i hope you're good thanks for joining us this thursday evening of course it is time for your crystal palace fan show as we highlight all things eagle based all yeah. eagle related news you know yeah not just palace it's any eagle any news, eagle eagle and glazier uh, <laughs> uh, um, you know du- double glazing related news Alan Pardew used to be a glazier you know Did and not, really? not just playing for palace he used to be an actual glazier in a what used to fit glass fit glass in and around south london yeah not yeah. probably should have stayed doing that probably yeah. more than likely uh, that is the voice of hambo 50 that's right chris hamblin how are you I'm fine, thanks. <laughs> you good. <laughs> Have you noticed how I've managed to be on time ever since? Well, the second time. I don't something. know how this is happening. Um, it's a bit weird. Yeah, I sort of I liked being serenaded by Paddy, but at the same time, it needed. I needed it to stop. <laughs> Fair enough. It was, <laughs> it was getting a bit embarrassing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I mean, people drawing attention to my poor timekeeping. Yeah, uh, the man to his left 
is uh, is soon to be a, a, a univer- university student. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, DR, mate. Well done. It's A-level results. It's uh, well, Let's bring producer Paddy in because he just looks confused. You look confused, Paddy. You, you, are, are you all right? I was just looking. Is he is he actually on the right microphone? I'm oh, I thought sure. you were looking at confused because he's going to university. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, no. I'd, uh, I'd say he's a very... How did you do, actually? Uh, yeah. Uh, there you are. You're on the right one now. Oh, now I'm on the right one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done decent. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm going uni. I'm happy. Let's see what happens, isn't it? Very proud, you know. I'm very. I didn't know how to unconditional. I didn't know. I didn't know how to unconditional. Will you follow? Will you follow down the path of your father's? Uh, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> He's Wait. gonna get sacked soon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, yeah, I, I'm revealing it now. He's gonna. He's going to get sacked. I thought soon. you meant your real dad. I thought he was sacking himself from the kebab shop. Beef, <laughs> beef, beef, beef. <laughs> all right, none of that. None of that. We're back. Uh, good evening, Paddy. Our producer, how are you? I'm all good. All good. Looking yeah. forward to this show. You, now. you know, you are loved by, by by the back of the nest like and i love them. hierarchy yeah particularly our our overlord mr michael fairley um anyone who gives me abuse is his favorite <laughs> so there um, you go paddy you, well you look i haven't i haven't I, I i've got you i've got you into shape like you're in on time now the whole time you know <laughs> yeah i think you're rapping and you're nifty you know <laughs> because aaron used to pose that question the whole time i was like how are you rapping and nifty well i've proved that he's here on time now since i started playing that's true um i think some directors at my company were getting in touch with you to find out how you did it as well because uh, <laughs> i haven't quite managed to get me in, in on time for a about two years now so yeah. guys who was rapping and nifty in year two nil win over fulham oh mate the whole team yeah. but uh i mean absolutely out of this world was well the hen in goal wayne hennessy uh, as well was another one that was uh yes yeah, sacco a superb game there was a great picture from the game as well where he got a push in the back going up for a header and someone managed to snap it perfectly so you've got there's the anger on his face of him being pushed in the back but also he's kind of flying going for a header the, <laughs> the ball's not there so it just looks like he's jumped up in the air you know with wide eyes sort of screaming it's quite good i love it um uh, but i think one of the people we'll talk probably a fair bit about today has got to be Aaron Wambasaka, getting a lot of attention. Has uh, he got a song yet? Yes, yes. It's to the it's the clash, isn't it? It's uh, your wingers don't like him. <laughs> Wambasaka, Wambasaka. Oh, that's that's, uh, that's pretty good. We'll have to uh, play that later. Yeah, I would have gone yeah. for like you know in the jungle the mighty jungle Wambasaka, 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 Wambasaka. Thanks. You know what I realised. Um, Someone was talking. Someone, look, you. <laughs> yeah, are you switching microphones to me every time I look at you? You're trolling me, aren't you? <laughs> you keep moving me left or right. All right, stay there. Now. All right. <laughs> yeah, it must be harsh for Joe Wood. Imagine how long he's been in the club, and he has. He still hasn't got a chance. Yeah. But Wan Bissaka has played like ten games. It's already got one. <laughs> Is he? he he's um, in the Premier looking c- coming up for the under twenty one squad, isn't he? Yeah, he would. But I think he yeah. played played the under twenties. They had a sort of a, a game. Sort of out, just kind of timed it well at the end of last season for his uh, appearance in the team. Yeah, and he, he, pl- and he got sent off after about half the game. Uh, but I think on the form he's, he's shown, he cannot be far off people starting to talk about him for the Phil England squad. It's absolutely unbelievable. Someone put the statistics up on Twitter the other day, and whether you compare him against the the right backs in the top six or you know, the busiest right-backs in the league. His stats are just way above all of them. And it's, uh, you know, I've, I've not really seen anyone 
sort of come into a team and do that for for a lot for a long time anyway. If he played for a top six club like Manchester United, you saw with Lingard, he just he performed. He didn't he didn't play that many games. He'd be out on loan. Yeah, <laughs> he performed for a bit uh, and then he you know, he got ahead of Wilf and yeah. So it's it's a bit hard for Aaron considering he's at Palace, but hopefully it's Gareth Southgate. You know he's done miracles at England. Hopefully he looks at him and picks him for the England side because it's, it will be well deserved right now. Yeah, let's not forget Loftus Cheek got recognition playing for Palace last year True. so I, I think you know Palace have been in, in the top division six years now um, so they're starting to you know it's, we start to see less of that sort of uh, bias against against Palace in, in terms of international recognition for players but you know Wan-Bissaka really just he's got no right to play lo- the way he does yeah. it's uh, I mean you know the, the goal the, the second goal Wilf's goal against Fulham for him to be you know, to be fouled, fall over, get up, then take the ball past Sessegnon, then play a perfect through ball to, to, to Wilf. So all he has to do is round the keeper. Just all in one fluid movement, not even thinking. It's just, it shows you what talent he's got, you know. He's physical as well because he held off Mitrovic as well, you know. That shows his kind of power as well for such a, a young guy as well. You know, he, he's a lot of things and he could become a standout player and he's come through the academy as well, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, we're always proud of academy players and you do try not to, you know, put too much pressure on them. But it's very difficult when someone comes out of the academy, plays this way and, you know, he's he's been faultless. I think the statistics in Premier League games is he's not made a single error, a single defensive error. Um, and he is being coached through games. Don't get me wrong. James Tompkins is, in particular, is having to, you know, really talk to him about his positioning, when to tuck in, and when you know when he can sort of make a run and get involved up the other end of the pitch. They they really are working hard with him because you know he just doesn't have the experience. But you know he's got everything, isn't he, Dr? He's got everything you need to be a, a top level right back. Yeah, I have to agree with you. He started out. Out as a winger, not even a yeah, as a defender, and the way he's playing, it just it just it's, it's unreal. And we saw on a weekend what he can do up the pitch as well. You know, with the pass to Wilf, that was that was very good. And yeah, I'm just I'm just nervous about <laughs> the following summer when top six clubs are going to be linked with him because it's going to be like the Wilf situation, and we're going to all go into meltdown on Twitter. <laughs> Obviously, we will be looking over the the Wilf situation as you you've aptly put it um, very very shortly indeed. But I just want to touch over that game against uh, uh against fulham yeah. i mean you know a good away performance don't get me wrong fulham had their opportunities and on mm. another day it could have ended up maybe a high scoring draw but palace got the three points roy has been winning more and more plaudits every week you know he's he's becoming he, he feels happy again yeah. i reckon you know he seems like cheerful Uncle Roy again <laughs> yeah no, it's the perfect job for him isn't it it's his you know he was a Palace supporter as a kid played in our youth team he's, he's probably his last job in football and you know he's, he's just signed a, a one year contract extension and it, awesome. he just you know he can't be he can't, it's almost like you know it's almost like it's a fairy tale for him to, to come back to Palace right at the end of his career keep us up when we look dead and buried and now to develop a team the way it's been developing and not let's not forget it's it's the standard of football being played right now is you know it's better than 
it, it's ex- well, it's far more effective and better than what uh, De Boer was promising when we when we signed him. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, he's playing basic football. It's four four two. You know, De Boer was playing um, wanted to play three at the back and play all tactical, but it just he's playing. You know, he, it's the basics that's working for us. Every player knows what they're doing, and it's 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 very good. You know, on the pitch, some of the some of the performances like from Wilf and from players like Andros Townsend who struggled under Pardew, he's he's getting the best out of everyone. So yeah. I'm very excited for the season, but I don't want to get my expectations too high. But yeah, I'm I've, I've just noticed that uh, Aaron's sort of signalling for water from Paddy there. Uh, you know, playing the big shot. Obviously. No, do you know what? It's yeah, easy. I just love how I, I'm the water boy. Break, would you know? Break. <laughs> In a, in a distinct just Northern a, Irish accent as well. Yeah, why has he got Northern Irish? I just, just thought I'd quite like some water as well. That's all. Oh, would you? Well, so you know right, where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Taps over there, 7.13. Back talking more, Roy Hodgson, Stuff Sport. The deal is sealed. I've made peace with North Korea. And soon, all their oil will be mine. Love sport. I work for RespokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. I remember discussing with my son if he became a professional footballer, which he's not going to be, right? Yeah. But if he became a professional footballer and he scored for Tottenham, uh, and then he, he ran in front of the Tottenham fan and, and kissed, kissed the badge as he scored, how I would feel about him <laughs> at that point. And I said to him, well, you know, by then you'd have been adopted and I'd have long forgotten you. <laughs> so uh, uh, that was easier to deal It would be easier to deal with because you would not really feature a part of my life at that point. <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. I'm so glad Kim Jong-un has decided on a new career move. 558 AM. Love Sport. Yeah, we're back on Love Sport Radio. Good evening. Just looking at my bottle of water. That's been fill- it's been filled up three quarters. Yeah, do you need a you need a ladder to get down to that? As my dad says about I'm cups just, of tea. You know, I, I, as I do about a million things inside here. You know, if someone had to come back and man the desk, have we got a shortage or anything? <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, you know what? I'll go out. Since you're being so nice, I'll go out and uh, fill it up in the next ad. Thank you very much. You, you, you because you know what? I'm so charitable. You know that. <laughs> Oh, he right. sounds angry. <laughs> he sounds very angry. Very, I just need to be appreciated more. <laughs> oh, we love you, mate. We love you. Palace <laughs> loves you. Um, yeah. So going back, any any positives? Any other negatives? Any positives you want to you want to get off your chest after the game? This is your, your opportunity to just go for it. Well, I mean, obviously, I've got to unload at Fulham for the Clappers. <laughs> just just stop it. And more importantly, if your club is stupid enough to put Clappers on your chair, stop using them. You know, if, if you're a child, I'll let you off. I'll let you off. But they've had those clappers for like ten years, yeah. It's pathetic, mate. It's clap your hands for t- ten years. Look, look. Wow, it's good, isn't it? See I'm that? feeling. Yeah. There you go. Is it, it? You don't. Oh. But then it's like you end up. You end up in a position like Huddersfield or Brighton, <laughs> and, uh, where where you you think you're uh, a good set of supporters because you're making noise, but you're not. You're not. You're waving a bit of cardboard about mate do you know what this is it's football gentrification it is football gentrification yeah. you're absolutely right Aaron <laughs> another one <laughs> another one we can add to our list oh yeah did you, did you see uh, about the illegal what happened there yeah I mean yeah, football's the, gone crazy football's <laughs> going nuts yeah. I mean football gentrification you know the clappers have to go up there with things like brioche rolls <laughs> and, um, and and triple cut chips that's it. I mean, yeah, you sort of pop, pop out to the, you know, to the to the back of the stand at half time. Realistically, as an away fan, there should be one 
one window where you can order something and it's a pie and you don't like the pie um and it's only lukewarm at the very best and still um, pot frozen and then it's something that's, that they call tea but realistically it just tastes like water There's, there is a tea bag in it but it doesn't actually achieve anything i think it's completely sealed so you're just essentially hovering a sealed bag bag of tea and water but you expect just awful if you were to go out to the back of the stand and oh, have, a, have a flat white and a, and a quinoa salad and then yeah, you know that's where, yeah <laughs> come on it's quinoa mate but it's you know that's where we're heading and i and the scary thing is i think that's kind of where the uh the authorities would quite like it like it to head um let's take a pause because the efl cup round two draws just been made and one of the pick of the ties straight away afc wimbledon to entertain west ham united at king's meadow what a game My that word. is going wow. to be palace will go to swansea uh that is uh what we've just picked up uh, yeah palace will be going to swansea for the EFL Cup second round tie, but Wimbledon entertaining West Ham. Wow, what a what a fixture! That's Love it. Be. Love that it. It's going to be massive down at Kings Meadow. Uh, West Ham fans aren't going to be amused when they see there's no pubs in <laughs> in like a two mile vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> just houses everywhere. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep you up to date with uh, the League Cup fixtures. Of course, it is uh, the second round draw that's happening at the moment. Shall I run through what I know so far? Uh, Cardiff versus Norwich. Mil- Millwall versus Plymouth Argyle, Brentford versus Cheltenham Town, Swansea versus Crystal Palace, Newport versus Oxford versus Southampton, QPR versus Bristol Rovers, Wimbledon versus West Ham, Fulham versus Exeter. God, that's going to be dead. And Wigan versus <laughs> Forest Green Rovers. <laughs> Fulham versus Exeter. So who's got who's got Forest Green? Uh, Wickham Wanderers. Oh, oh. That's, that's interesting. At least one of those will be in the next round. The Vegans. Yeah, yeah, they're a strange little club, isn't they? What, he, he's, he's a vegan? Forest Green, Rovers. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an entirely vegan Oh, club. I think I saw it, uh, I'd like, it, aren't their kids the, green as... Uh, how do they, <laughs> I've always I've never thought this, because footballs are made of leather, aren't they? So yeah. how do they feel about that? Uh, it's made of, like, dust or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> made of couscous. You have to imagine it. We've got <laughs> Reading versus Watford. And Bournemouth versus Milton Keynes. Those uh, those are the last two ties coming out of the southern section because it's split into two. Yeah, southern and northern. Is it? Yeah, yeah I kind of. I kind of like it because, like, imagine going. No, no, but imagine going. <laughs> imagine going to like buses. Imagine going to like Newcastle on a Tuesday night and the second round of the League Cup. Um, yeah, just oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I've, listen, yeah, I've well, done the long journeys. It, you know, it's part of being a football fan. You hate it in the early rounds of the cup, especially. But that's how you. That's how you sort out the the wheat from the chaff. It's, it's easier for the teams and for the fans. So I'm happy with it. And plus, we've got Swansea. So it's not. Uh, we should be able to beat them hopefully <laughs> you're right you've been happy with it means you're part of the problem dear we know this well i i wasn't born in 1920s that's a <laughs> bit harsh <laughs> bit harsh so yeah you, you were you were talking about um you were talking about you Clapping. know you know the actual atmosphere at fulham yeah. and what you experienced tell us more about your day what, what you know well, I'll tell you did what, you go I mean, down to the actual underside of the stand the the concourse not really no no as, as you know we're in the home end um yeah you know uh due to a ticket shortage um <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> and uh i do you know what, i was actually i i didn't you know one of those things you, you're uncomfortable because it's the first time i've done that right like, I, I, yeah i usually am able to get in get, get in the way and you know so the first time i've been put into that position and and pre, pre-game i wasn't really that bothered you know i don't wear colors anyway it's not gonna be a problem 
but as we got sort of closer to kick off it was a bit i felt a bit weird when when you get to the ground and you you go a different way to the palace support it just suddenly sort of clicks in your brain and you're like right okay this is actually gonna be a bit harder than i thought it was going to be because i didn't want to hang around you know in the in the area under the stand so I went straight to the seats then all of a sudden you realize you're asking people where your seat is because and if you're a season ticket holder they're like well oh, hang on a second shouldn't you know where your seat is and then it's everything is completely out of sync it's because you just it's like it's as if like you know the police or you just feel guilty yeah exactly you I just you know, have the feeling of guilt know, I had, I had, I'll be honest I pretty much had a, a guilty looking smile on my face the entire time <laughs> I can't imagine it <laughs> I was just like mm-hmm. but um so yeah all my, and you suddenly realise once the game kicks off so I will mention first of all pre-game there was a lot of noise from Fulham I, I was I was pretty impressed because it was quite hard to I was the classical music blaring out over the yeah, it was that, yeah, yeah and then um, I couldn't really hear DR sort of even sitting next to me which was a really good thing as well because I haven't listened to what he's got to say to us that is what a point in that and then um but then, as, literally, as soon as kickoff happened, everyone sat down and immediately stopped making any noise at all. Then, <laughs> then in came the clappers, and yeah, yeah and the rest is history. <laughs> now, overall, it was it was a weird experience because it was both of our first time sitting at the home end. But yeah, I kind of enjoyed it when when the, when we scored our first goal. My heart started racing. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> um, didn't you put your hand up? Like, was he about to celebrate? Was yeah, that yeah. The no, I just <laughs> I completely forgotten, and I just I got up to celebrate, and then immediately put my head in my hands for the first goal, and then yeah. like just con- conversion. It was just just a oh no didn't you say oh, i hate palette or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh i hate palace and yeah. then i have to join you as well <laughs> yeah it was a bit awkward but, but um i think anyone would have anyone looking closely would have noticed the poor quality of my accent <laughs> um, i hate crystal palace yeah, i hate those, those darned eagles <laughs> but then i was um you just notice that of course everything's out of sync isn't it so there's a bad challenge by a by a fulham player you want to get angry about it and they're they're cheering and they're, they're mouthing off at Wilf, you know, and you're thinking, you know, he's a really good player, guys. Why are you getting angry at Wilf? And then all this, it's everything everything is, is wrong. You know, other than when Wayne Hennessy's making saves, I can clap him because it looks like I'm clapping the shot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with that. And, um, you know, when we get a corner, I can clap that because it looks like I'm clapping the defender who's put it out for a corner. And, but other than that, you're just completely out of synchronisation with everyone, and it is weird. It is indeed. We'll be looking more at the game after a quick break. Do you know what? The only thing I can liken that you know that sort of experience to is you know when you're in an uh, you're in an intimate sort of situation. DR close your ears, <laughs> and, and it's a dangerous situation. <laughs> That's the only thing I can liken it. To. <laughs> Yeah, you sort of hear sounds, but you're not sure you're what like, those oh, sounds are. Hold on, shh, one minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was, that, was that you? No, no. I'm sure I heard the door go. <laughs> we don't have a door. Oh, okay. What is going on here? <laughs> I just tuned out for a second. You came back with that line. Anyway, it's true, Paddy. That's exactly how it was. Do. When you were at Tyrone versus Kerry, I mean, how did you feel sitting at the Tyrone end? Oh, well, the Tyrone fans have come up behind me, or Tyrone, as we'd say. uh, Tyrone. But they're like, oh, better luck next year, you've won it enough anyway, and the (laughs) All-Ireland fans. Oh, it was annoying though, you know. And here's me, 14 year old, crying my eyes out because Kerry lost an all Ireland final. Go. You know, there you there go. There you go. Well, anyway, 723 is lost. They kept talking about checkers. I told her I was more a Monopoly kind of guy. I've never gone to jail. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple to use app, visit 7bestbets.com 
As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Essex's largest windows, doors and conservatory retailer, SEHBAC, are looking to recruit experienced installers following further expansion of the business. Based in Essex, we can guarantee you full-time work at competitive rates of pay. SEHBAC for your windows, doors and conservatories. SEHBAC 0800-666-4 For more details, visit sehbac.com slash careers. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman said, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We do taxi tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We do taxi tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Seriously, cricket, I have to tell you, I've never seen anything like that before. Unique, very, very unique. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. It's Love Sport Radio. Um, Sorry, Hamba, what were you just whispering just then? Oh, just then I was going OTB because you just, just reminded me because we did OTB. it on air. We did it on OTB. air, didn't we? 7 OTB, OTB. last, last week. Because I did my, I did my risk game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally every game was a risk game, Mate, according to I got to six out of seven results correct. So, it, yeah, that, that is right, including my banker. It was Ipswich that let me down. You know why? What? Why? Risk game. It was a <laughs> risk game. I didn't, I, I've knocked my headphones off. I didn't identify it as a risk game. Wait, let's say Ipswich did... No. Let's say you did get that final result. Yeah, what would happen? I just would have got full points. I thought you would have been a millionaire. No, no, you uh, need to do it seven times in a row to I was be, going to say, to be yeah. a millionaire. Yeah. No, four times in a row. Is it four times? Yeah. I thought it was seven because it's seven eight to me. Yeah. All right, no, no, it's seven. All right, is it f- only four? Yeah. Oh, well, that's happening this season. Too many risk games, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of risk games. Yeah. There, right, okay, we've had a question from Daniele. He's asked, what's the future for, for Benteke? Zaha is the go-to man up top. The Belgium's in pool four. What should Roy do to get uh, the Benteke far? again or does he need to move away um i okay he's he's never going to be the main man at palace right um like he was the first season because we've just changed the way we play roy plays a different way but benteke has looked in pre-season and and in in the first game in the game against fulham he has looked back to his you know to his old self um you know it'd be much more he's gonna play much more of a support role for wilf banging the goals in i think this season that's that's my prediction but i can see him getting you know double figures this season i, th- I think you know he's very unlucky with a header that hit the bar 
and it was uh, an incredible technique to actually get it get it on target for the keeper to tip it onto the bar as well yeah yeah, yeah as Chris said it's, it's a different situation now if you asked me two months ago I think majority of, of the fans would have wanted him to go but it seems like he's got his confidence back you know him being out of the Belgium squad and having some time off he has benefited him that's what it seems like and I think he'll, he'll be vital to us this season especially next to Wilf up front um, <coughs> on Saturday there, uh, there was sometimes you know there wasn't they wasn't as close to each other so Benteke win headers and Wilf was too far apart but then again it's just it's the first game of the season and yeah I'm looking forward to Benteke next season because in pre-season even in Fulham um, he was he was quite decent I enjoyed I enjoyed watching him yeah there's there's definitely a future for him at Palace um, but if you know if you're talking about him getting back to leading the line being the main man at a club and getting goals like he did at Villa you know yes of course he'd have to leave and become but is that is the only well. reason he's got a future palace because they won't make the money back on him? I think that's part of it. I think it's a very difficult. I think, in all honesty, I I, I would be if I was a, a betting man, which occasionally I am, I would say that Palace very much looked into offloading him in the summer, um, and with the wages he's on and the and the money we would need for it to to be an acceptable deal, I think it's a very difficult move to find him a club when he's in bad form. How many goals do you think Ben Tickle will score? Well, you know, I like say double figures this season. I think he can yeah, hit but, ten. Yeah, but then what do you expect? <laughs> like, if you're saying that Wilf's going to be, car- if you, if he's going to score double figures, I think that's good enough, anyway, isn't it? Yeah, so I, you know, I, I'm, yeah. ans- I'm answering a question, dear. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not saying we should sell him. I'm just saying that it, I, I'm sure we looked into it because he's a very high earner. You know how much we spend on wages. Um, mm. it, you know, there's possibly better better ways of spending that money. But I mean, Soloth came on for him. How was he? He's, you know, he's he's half decent. He j- he needs a run of games though. It's a little bit like the the Connor Wickham conundrum. He know? got injured again, didn't he? Yeah, Wickham did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's he actually injured again. Yeah, yeah, not seriously though. Same, same with Johnny Williams, another injury <laughs> yeah. there as well. But not again, both not serious. But you know, he needs games, uh, um, and I think Serloth. You know, I think between the two, you kind of think Wickham's the better player. But I think we're more likely to keep Serloth and send Wickham out on loan. Um, so enough, I think he's got something. But again, whether we, whether or not he's going to ever lead the line and be the main man for Palace, not so sure. Checker Coyote really on late, wasn't he? He was, but uh, great little cameo. You, yeah, you, you, I, you used to talk a lot about him. Didn't you? Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about him. I don't I don't know if he'll start at Palace, but like him as a squad player is just brilliant because he's actually like top quality player. I know we haven't seen much of him, but looking back at West Ham days and I know towards the end of his West Ham career, he wasn't as great. But yeah, in a Palace game, you know, even when he came on on Saturday, he, he was very good defensively. He was going in for tackles and he was quite solid. And I'm very excited because we've actually got someone in on the bench who can actually do a half decent job instead of having players on the bench that are just there for the sake of Adam Numbers. Yeah, it gives it gives us a bit of cover at centre back as well. But I just I you you know what I mean by this, Aaron. He he he's a Palace type of player. You know, you just see straight away when he runs on the pitch where he's you know wearing wearing the Palace kit, the attitude, you know, the the physicality. He, he's oh, ticks all the boxes that we of a, of a player that we will respond to as a fan base and as a club. Uh, and as well as having the kind of talent that you need to, to try and push for a place in this squad that Roy's been building so I'm hugely hugely encouraged by him as a signing he had one great shot uh, which was well saved uh, against Fulham very late on 
uh, although he could have probably squared it but yeah hugely impressed with that signing I do think he'll be, be starting towards the end of the season but he's got a real battle to get in a, either MacArthur or, or Jeffrey Schlapp out of that team yeah Schlapp I mean I'm, I'm sure I read some bits and pieces about him online a lot of fans were like you know talking about him and and, and especially when he, he came from Leicester they weren't too impressed with him Leicester fans were quite you know delighted that they got XYZ money for him him and PVA as well they, yeah. they've both been taking a bit of a battle on social media but but I mean, Schlopp again, 90 minutes. Don't get me wrong, a yellow card, but still a decent outing for him. I think one thing I'll say about Palace, you know, from a year ago, the transformation is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And this place, it just feels, again, like such a, you know, like a, a, a neutral, positive, happy place now. Just, oh, everything's nice. Yeah. Everything's it, nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I bet they all do a nice bit of gardening during the afternoon. A bit, <laughs> of po- bit of pottery or something like that. It seems like that kind of place. It's it's been, it's been broadly positive for a long time now. And you wouldn't think about that. I have to say, obviously, there was the usual fraught kind of social media stuff in the transfer window. But that turned really quickly. But... I think it, it says a lot that, you know, we started against Fulham and, and, and won and played well with no new new players starting the game. It, it really does sort of send a message about the fact that the team we had, the squad we've got, is decent. It's a decent team. Yeah, when we got Max Meyer, the first player you would look at is Slup, you know, Slup going out the team and Max coming in, but it's... it's like, why would he take Slop out? Because he he's transformed and he's so decent. And on Saturday he performed so well. So it's going to be so interesting this season, um, especially like for likes of the older new signings like Max, even Vicente and Checo as well. So yeah, it's, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I mean at the moment, who, you know, Roy doesn't change a winning team anyway. But how on earth would you go about accommodating it if, if everyone was fit and ready to go? I'd love so to see more against Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll happen. He's not fit enough. Like he wasn't even on the bench against Fulham. I think against Swansea, that's more realistic. But even if he comes on last ten minutes, last twenty minutes, yeah. it just gives everyone <laughs> just a glimpse. I just want to see. Come, come. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I, I'm desperate to see him playing a Palace shirt. I really am. But in, in reality, I can't make a logical argument for it. You know, he's he's not fit. <laughs> he's um. You know, same same with Jordan. You have more chance of playing against Yeah, football. pretty much, yeah. yeah. No, well, mm. <laughs> hey, hey, mate. <laughs> Come well, on. we saw you play in a charity match, and oh, I don't want to talk mate, about I that. I told you before, I mean, <laughs> there was a dummy involved, wasn't there? I was on the pitch for two minutes. No, you went, <laughs> let me explain it. You went on the pitch for two minutes, you pushed some guy, and you need to cause an injury, and, you know, you, you wasn't even playing football. You were, looking at, you were acting like it's a wrestling match. What's wrong with you? Aaron, Aaron, you know, don't you, you, you have to let people know you're there. Exactly. You know, when you come off the bench, the first thing you need to do is put in a little bit of a reducer, a bit of a... <laughs> I play football, <laughs> play football as well, don't forget about that. Bang. Did you uh, take that advice from Gerrard, who was sent off in his last uh, game, or oh. last game against Manchester United it, for Liverpool? It was that type of thing, but I actually got the, I got, actually got it from Big Ron Atkinson. Ah. <laughs> I hope that's all you got from him. Yeah, 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 you have to limit what you get from Big Ron, but <laughs> you can't you can't take every little bit of advice don't listen him. to what he says he's like you know you know that that granddad that's slightly on the way out ever so slightly yeah. he's on the turn of it and he just <laughs> he says really really nasty things about people from different places yeah you go yeah, listen I, I know things were different in your day but that's that's not really on. Yeah, it's not, we're not, you're not allowed to say yeah. that. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, you kids, you don't know you're born these days." Exactly, yeah, okay, all that rubbish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't need any of that. <laughs> Seven thirty-five. I'm going to have my ah oh, moment of the week afterwards when we come back. Okay. Sport. 
I did not sleep with that porn star. I was actually up all night. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. A faith school, a Jewish, Orthodox Jewish faith school oh, yeah. in North London. Basically, the teachers have been censoring the textbooks and books, uh, restricting the history to just Second World War, uh, science. They didn't just learn about... Second World War. So just Second World the War. The Jews have suffered. That's all you need to know. <laughs> and now out you go into the world. <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. Love Sport Radio. I'm going to go for my... Oh, moment of the week. And, uh... It involves a certain goalkeeper, a Crystal Palace goalkeeper, number 31, Vicente Guaita, and uh, there was a lovely little tweet just put up um, from a, oh, isn't that lovely? Uh, there was, this is a lovely little tweet put up, you know, by a, a father whose son had bought the Guaita shirt, and uh, Guaita, you know, 31 on the back, and he goes, look, Vicente, my son's bought his shirt, he's so happy he's wearing it. It'd be nice if he could hear from you. And Vicente tweeted him back with a lovely picture of himself. You know, one of them stock images, a club stock image. And um, hmm. it's just quite lovely. You know, it was a bit of an awe. You know, that's that's nice of him. Yeah, he, he settled in quite well. Like, even before he joined us, he, he was sending, you know, he was sending nice tweets and saying, uh, I'm happy to be at Palace and everything. Yeah, I'm excited. He seemed like a really nice guy. I just want some bread. <laughs> <laughs> On, on, on the flip side, though, Julian Speroni uh, has, uh, has single-handedly uh, saved lot of the world's polar bear population. So, Vicente, you've got to try harder, pal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. I'm yeah. hashtag Team Jules. Where's Jules? You can cut the you can cut the, you can cut the bed or the bread. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut it, mate. You can go. That's my arm. Oh, God, say oh, hamburger. Oh. Ah, uh, 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 that's the other one. That was lovely. That was, that lovely. <laughs> that was nice of uh, that was nice of Vicente there to get involved with the old South London co- you know population. Knowing him, you can have someone. I'm waiting actually for Nick, you know, a Nick yeah. Gossett, Gossett. Yeah. to to just take a picture of him in a palace shirt, going, "Look, I'm wearing a white guy shirt as well." <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. Like, why he hasn't done that already? I'm, I'm not come sure, on, Nick, you please, please, uh, Nick. Your challenge. Because I know you're listening out there in, in like a cricket club car park somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't know what you're doing in that car park, pal. But I know you're listening. I want you to tweet a Palace player every day with like a picture of you in a Palace shirt and just say hi, you know, and just make up some random story. Just say, you know, um, Minan's gerbil's got rabies. <laughs> and I really want you to like, you know, just say hi to it or something like that. Yeah. I want to see what Palace player gets back to Nick first. That's a good challenge. It is admit. a good challenge, isn't it? I'm, I'm sure he'll take that on. Um, it's not just cricket club car park. Sometimes he's in bins. Right? In and around bins. But, uh, but he's been on holiday out. recently. Has he? Yeah, yeah he has, hasn't he? Yeah. He Wales. has. Absolutely delightful. Was it Wales, was it? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Absolutely delightful. Um, let's talk contracts. Yeah, man. Because Wilf is uh, he's going to be a very rich man now, isn't he? Well, his agent yeah. is, and, I, and the funny thing well, is... Very, very happy that Wilf has secured... It's not like Ray, instead of Roy. Very, very happy. There you go, we're, here, we're hearing from Roy Hodgson live, as it happens. <laughs> I'm a, a, um, a big fan of yours, Hambo. Honestly, I'm not going to tell you what I thought you said there, but that was, was deeply disturbing. Okay. But you were big, big anyway, how you doing? Um, <laughs> I saw actually, you're not even Roy. What am I asking you that for? I saw the pictures via uh, via Steve Parrish's Instagram. Yes, and uh, you know CEO for Tag, very yeah. nice. He, he lives a lovely life, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, and the agent just in the corner next to Wilf, and I just thought to myself, "You're going to sign it, sign it." You know what? He's done his job, right? 
so and he does this every summer his job is to try and generate as much possible interest in his client as humanly possible and then see what happens see what happens off the back of that and usually what happens off the back of it is Wilf gets a new contract so the agent will get his percentage for sorting that out uh, Wilf gets his pay rise we protect our, our biggest asset and everyone gets to feel good about themselves till next summer so it's uh, it's probably worked out perfectly for it, all, all concerned it is a bit of a weird situation though because you would have ex- expected it to happen earlier but it happened after the transfer window which you know opened up questions I know it's ridiculous questions mm. but you know maybe maybe he was but trying to lure Wilf away to another club and it didn't work now he's getting his pay rise well that, so. that's, that's exactly it you know it, it's I mean everyone can see what it is but what's I think what's really important is that the Wilf hasn't, hasn't asked to leave Mm. Okay, so but he's not he's not agreed a contract prior to the window closing, which tells you its own story. But he's not asked to leave Palace. But you know, the, the, as I said, the agent's done his job, tried to drum up as much interest as possible. It didn't happen. It, work, it works for both sides, anyways. Wilf Wilf staying till twenty twenty three. There's uh, no release clause either. Is there? There's yeah. no re- no release clause. No, um, but that doesn't mean that you know what contracts are like. That don't mean nothing. No. I remember Dimitri Pye at West Ham I think it was about six weeks after signing the contract went you know it's just they are what they are you know mm. but, it's, but it helps us anyways his value goes up I think well, he's arming himself isn't he Steve Parrish exactly right it's a sensible thing to do plus it is genuinely it's looking after Wilf it's, it's rewarding his loyalty by giving him proper money for for what we, who is a player who is a superstar for us, isn't he? He's a top top player, should be the highest paid player. And Steve Parrish gets caviar in the executive suite <laughs> in the new stand when he gets sold. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right. that's not true. Yeah, 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 well, you know, he's, I've, you know, you got you got to take you out off to Steve because he, you know he's he's managed every every time he's had to he's all he's managed to get Wilf to sign that new contract <laughs> it's, it's a bit suspicious <laughs> <laughs> what's going yeah, on I don't know if he's got something over him but no no seriously credit where it's due that's I think it was uh, Sam Allardyce who said it although he was also saying that Wilf should have left and all this kind of stuff oh, so yeah cheers, cheers big gravy but <laughs> big, he, uh, gravy. <laughs> big gravy <laughs> yeah. he lo- loves, loves gravy um, northern boys love gravy <laughs> exactly but he uh, you yeah, know listen he, he, he said the same thing he says one thing he does know for sure is that uh, is that Wilf is well looked after by Palace so uh, yeah that helps lovely <laughs> yeah, good face. I was actually waving DR to say something, but it, can't DR say He's not interested. What do you want to say about? Let me go. Let me go to Twitter first and foremost. Um, Chris Darwin has has messaged uh, Love Sport after there's a clip put up uh, by uh, Palace fan Ruben Pinder who says he thinks Palace needs to play a more possession based game if they are to move up the Premier League table. If it was Max Meyer, we're implementing this. Is it Love Sport Radio on Twitter? You'll be able to check out the clip. Um, And Chris Darwin at Ronnie Dog Chris. Do you know him? That's a that's a brilliant name, I have to say. Uh, um, <laughs> I've, I've heard of him. Yes. He just goes, yeah. Has he forgotten the philosophy philosophy of the ball already? Oh yeah, there you go. That's and I think that's a very valid point by Chris. Um, you know, but but to make the point, I think we're already playing a a possession based sort of style, just not throughout the entire game. It's just I think we play you know we play a entertaining and attractive style of football when it suits us to do so, uh, and I think Mayo will settle into that quite easily I think I think I don't think I don't genuinely agree that it's going to be a problem with the style of play 
Exactly. It's 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 the it's best for the players the the style we're playing. It's working clearly because since Roy's come in, um we've done he's done miracles with the side and every player seems to adapt to it very well. So yeah, I don't think we should change it uh just to suit one player. I think Max will adapt to it. Is he a direct uh, replacement for a Kabai? Max Meyer. Um I think a lot of people thought he might be because that's the role he'd played for Schalke the season before. Um, but I actually think Coyarte is the the Kabai replacement, and I think Mayer's going to be used in one of those sort of wide, tucking in c- central midfield roles, or, you know, pot- potentially on the left hand side. But you just don't know with Roy. He's, uh, <laughs> I mean, our ta- I was talking about this at the weekend. That our tactics are something of a mystery because on one side of the kind of midfield four, we've got an out and out winger in Andros Townsend. Then on the other side, you've got. Jeff Schlupp, who could play as an out-and-out winger, but doesn't. He plays as a tucking in central midfielder. So you almost have to draw like a lopsided line to d- divide our attack, midfield, and defence. It's a very, very weird it's system. Like <laughs> 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 do, you know be, do you know who'd love it? Brian Moore. He would. He Brian Moore would really appreciate it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> but it, d- doesn't that make it interesting to watch Crystal Palace every week? Though? <laughs> Absolutely Puts right. the bombs yeah, on the seats in Selhurst Park. Yeah, yeah. I spend the first fifteen minutes trying to work out what system we're playing every time. It's, it's just <laughs> it's a fl- it's a fluid system. That's why, and yeah. I think I think this it, that's why it will help Max, anyways. Um, if because it, it, you saw Jeffrey Slop cutting in etc. Et throughout the game, and by Max coming in, he's more of a central player. He will be able to still play central and play out wide. Yeah, yeah. At the same but, time. but then think about this: where does Patrick Van Arnholt play? <laughs> oh, he plays he plays right wing or something. <laughs> wherever he yeah. wants, yeah. Just I mean, literally what, wherever what he you're wants. You're going to do is you're going to you're going to be going into stand at Sellers pre-game. It's going to be uh, Hambo and and Dr there with a calculator, a pencil, <laughs> and just a massive water paper. No, I'm going to have a chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> No, DR, it's a two, one, <laughs> four, one, three, seven. Uh, anyway, we had an answer meeting from Adam saying Nick's eating Jaffa cakes. <laughs> well, yeah, almost definitely. Uh, that I is have true no idea what time. that means, but Nick loves a Jaffa cake. Fair enough. And I tweeted back to us asking out of a bin or in a car park. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. 7.46, we've got to go for a break. I'm surprised I haven't heard those, those words in my ear. What's that? Break, would you? Break. break. Break now, for God's sake, break. Come <laughs> on. I'm surprised I haven't heard that. At 7.46, that's our sport. Misery, misery, sadness, strife, misery, sadness, misery, sadness, misery, strife, sadness. BBC Radio 5 Live. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Play your way to £1 million. Pounds. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. If you've ever had to get out of your car at the side of a motorway, you'll know how scary it is. Just imagine what it's like to be a road worker on a motorway. So please drive carefully through roadworks, observe all signs and speed limits, stay in the correct lane and keep a safe distance from the car in front. Our road workers are making the road safe for all of us. 
so please keep the road safe for them. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. St John Ambulance, the volunteers who help make sport happen across the nation. I volunteer for St John Ambulance because this is my chance to give something back to the community and with my training help save lives. We have saved lives by saving five fans that have had cardiac arrests at the Barnhove Albion Stadium. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. London. More than we've ever seen before. KFC rip-offs. Seriously, more than ever. Love Sport. 558 AM. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. <laughs> Two eight is Love Sport. <laughs> he's getting ele- no, no, no. <laughs> Paddy being electrocuted. What Paddy, what Paddy is looking for is a payout, mate. That's what he's for. <laughs> 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 Have you been injured at work? Yeah, you could actually see you doing one of those acts. Humbug, <laughs> like yeah. it actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have it in my head. You've always wanted to be an actor. Walking through a corridor and someone have, slips yeah. beside him. Yeah, <laughs> what happened? I mean. What happened about why? What, why am I not an actor? Yeah, I just grew up too ugly. That's oh, fair enough. What happened? You, you'd pass for like a, a member of a, a mafia family as well, or something. You, know, you dress <laughs> yeah. that way every time you come in. That's, oh, that's forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, that's the only thing I could do. Is that you, know, like, yeah. you, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't rule like a city. You'd be like the sitting born mafia, <laughs> like you know. Yeah, yeah. The Tunbridge Wells <laughs> mafia. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like a, to be precise, <laughs> uh, I live in Crawley, but I live in a district called Three Bridges. I'll be the Three Bridges mafia, not the entire of Crawley, <laughs> just a small part. <laughs> it's, of it's, it's a solo mission. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. a solo mission. We, we rolled around in a jag and. Uh, not yeah. just a jag, a bashed up jag. <laughs> yeah, well, well, my my jag's all right, isn't it? Your jag looks nice. You know what, really? It looks nice from the outside. From the inside, it's actually not nice. I'm really quite angry with DR. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mate, no, it just falls. <laughs> you you better start forking out for them train first away games now, yeah, pal. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a massive backhanded compliment as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the car's nice until you get close. It's basically what you said. <laughs> no, it's not actually that comfy, like, inside of it. <laughs> I'm not enjoying right, it. Right, first, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I think we better say that Jack Watson's joined us. All right, Jacko. Yeah, good evening. Um, but second of all, you've been in my been in my car. What's wrong with the inside of my car? Delightful. Delightful. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a bit difficult to get into because I'm six foot four. Yeah, and, and I got stuck in the back because your boy insisted on sitting in the front. Yeah, he gets excited when he's at the front. He pretends yeah. like he's driving. He does, sort of does the steering wheel. <laughs> <all the> <laughs> <laughs> like you don't that. say that when I, when I'm the DJ and when you're singing to all the songs I put on. It was a bit difficult because wow. my, you know I had to crouch my head down for most the yeah. majority of the journey. Yeah, it's it's a low car. It's a sports car. That's it just shows it's not good. Car. I was slouching so I was slouching so low. I felt like Jay Z in one of his music videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeez. it's exactly how I felt. Oh. But it's a delightful, delightful yeah, yeah. vehicle. So what's all this grief coming? I have no idea what, he, what he's on about. It's probably because I'm going to get a car. I'm just <laughs> so I'm going to save that. Box on wheels, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when he's pick, picked us up and he's Datsun Cherry, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
We'll have a race on a weekend and we'll see what he wins. <laughs> I, I, I always thought Dior is kind of an Opel Corsa type of <laughs> You're right. Car, yeah, you know, yeah. Kind of yeah, 500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hairdresser, mate. Fiat Punto? No. Yeah, well, that's exactly what he is. If you get a Fiat 500, no, I, no, I won't no, speak to you again. Just so you're all... <laughs> Do you know what he needs? A Honda 50, mate. Absolutely right. right. It's a Honda 50. 50. Uh, Jack, you've been brought in to talk like football and just keep things calm here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, take that, yeah. How's, how's it going? First and foremost, by the way, it's the Europa League and uh, and Burnley are taking ball, is, uh, taking on Istanbul. Bashak Thank you very much. And the thing, the funny thing about Istanbul... <laughs> is that they've brought no away fans whatsoever. They, yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't sell it. Well, they, they've refused to take yeah. an allocation. <laughs> it's just a club <laughs> just going, by the way, no one's going to bother turning up because everyone's coming over here on their holiday. Do you think Palace do the same for Swansea away? Just We're not, we're not going to bother. Just don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> I, think also, I think also this game's not being uh, broadcast as well just because all the... The um the broadcasters were like, nah, that's nah, alright. <laughs> we, we, we won't, we won't, we won't show it. Oh, so I can't escape this. You, Dr, can you say that word again? Istanbul. Does it not sound like you're being you're being helped out by a cartoon dog? Yeah. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> Does it sound like Does anyone ever play Age of Empires? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you pick on the town villager and go, Bash, I have no idea what you're about. But it's very good. It's good. That is, honestly, I've played that and that is good. <laughs> I've seen people play it. What's uh, Beskitas as well? What was it? What was it? Besiktas. There you go. <laughs> the face I, I, well. I mean, I, I I have some pals. Yeah. You know, you know, you know when you go out like in a big group and there's people and they they sit there and they um they, they talk about football and they know they think they're not they're on about and then they come out and go yeah Liverpool are playing Besiktas this week. I'm yeah, like, I think I, I, think, oh, I, I think I accidentally I've said so that. many mates well, like that. I think I pronounced it. Like no, no, no. Like they, they'll come out with something like Besiktas or yeah. something like that. But it is, I know it's Besiktas, but but I don't. Or he said they're the kind of people that call Besiktas, but they're the kind of people called David the Head, David the Gear. David 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 Gear David Gear Sounds like a 90s David David Gear David Quintana you know Juan Mata as well Juan Mata Vicente Guaita Exactly Vicente Guaita Wilfried Vincent Vincent guy It's worth it's worth mentioning that Burnley's opponents this evening have have Crystal Palace legend Manuel Ayor playing for them so. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to run through some of the uh, <laughs> some of the names in the uh, Istanbul lineup. Um Gail Clichy is at left back from do you remember uh, Emre as well yeah. Bello Zoglu Emre of course uh, used to turn oh. out for Newcastle United in the yeah, yeah, yeah. about Emre's, 10 years ago Emre oh he's a player and a half 37 years old still dictating <laughs> the midfield <laughs> I'll tell you what though he's no Roy Cipollina <laughs> oh, he's, exactly. cra- he's crazy no, he's crazy like, Roy Emre. Cipollina the Cipollina family oh, we're gonna, they're going to come in the studio one day it's going to happen Cipollina dynasty that's the, <laughs> that's the Cipollina footballing yeah. empire uh, have we made any progress in getting the Cipollinas in no they, oh, uh, they, they can't afford to the be, uh, they refuse to comment come uh, on. But yeah Adebayo's in the Arda Taran on loan from Barcelona Barcelona. Yeah, unreal. They've also got a Manuel da Costa used to play for West Ham. They're not a bad side in Turkey. They're done fairly decent. Have they, did they get a recent like uh, influx of money into the club that they have some big names? A lot of Turkish now. sides, haven't they? Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm actually. I can't. I can't speak. I actually don't know. It's, it's a bit weird because in Turkey it doesn't. It works a bit weird. We have president. You don't actually have owners as the president of the club. I don't know how it works. Like Spanish. Like Fenerbahce, they changed their president, and it makes a big impact though because like Fenerbahce Stadium used to be empty because they hated the president, and now it's just packed. So yeah, the Turk Telecom. Arena. Took Telecom Arena. That boy, yeah. Uh, he yeah. corrects you every time. Who, who is your, who's your, who's your Took team? 
Uh, Fenerbahce. I've been to lots of Fenerbahce games. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Every. I've only missed like one, I think, since every time I go to Turkey and oh, right. <laughs> I've only ever missed one. Oh, no, 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 no. When every time, <laughs> every time I go, legit, one time there was a Champions League game and straight from there, I had to go to the stadium. I just can't miss it. Do you know, do you know who who my favourite Turkish team is? Don't say it. You can Istanbul. say it. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly who it is. It feels like uh, they're uh, they're taking on uh, Burnley this evening. Joe Hart's starting golf for Burnley. So is Ben Gibson as well. Fifteen million pound they paid for a Middlesbrough defender. Someone mentioned. Uh, I think it's Patrick from Back of the Nest. He mentioned there's three England goalkeepers. Isn't that bad for England? Like overall. Well, I mean, uh, I think I, I don't know what it is. You know how some people like collect like certain breeds of dogs. <laughs> Sean Dyche is just collecting goalkeepers. I mean, he's got five senior goalkeepers. It was. <laughs> Club. It's just like no dicey. I know Manuel Neuer played left back for Germany in the World Cup, but you can't do the same thing, pal. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you he's know? got overexcited, isn't he? Don't That's know what he's there. doing. Don't know what he's doing. Uh, Burnley nil, Istanbul. Nil uh, at the moment at Turf Moor. Elsewhere, Rangers are nil-nil with NK Maribor. It's 3-1 on aggregate there. The Burnley game is nil-nil on aggregate as well. That one, I hope it goes down to the wire. Get a bit of excitement going this evening. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Molder, 3-nil up uh, home to Hibernian as well. 7.57, Snuff Sport. I'm looking at the clock on the wall, and I can't tell the time, but apparently it's nearly time for the news. Love Sport. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test Team's greatest Test eleven On Thursday, 27th of September, at the London Hilton on Park Lane, join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtaverners.org forward slash events to find out more. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels why does everything floral because she likes flowers who mum she's staying with us until her extension's built are you joking i told you last week you didn't with up to 70 percent off big brands 20 restaurants and a nine screen cinema you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at london designer outlet savings for all the family hello ldo find us in wembley park see website for details savings on rrp it's only for three months you love your sport but it can be a pain organizing it Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spoke Spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money hambo you've been wanting to tell me a story so you got 30 seconds to do it all right after fulham uh, i uh, didn't want to get in the crowds and all that so i, I uh, effectively made dr go to byron burger lovely burger 
So anyway, looking at the menu, uh, come to order, DR's looking through, and he suddenly changes his mind and starts asking what a flex burger is and all this sort of stuff. So, <coughs> excuse me, so I'm like, what, why, why are you changing mind? And he says, I can't have a hamburger, because it's got ham in it. Oh, here's your news. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, US presidents past and present have hailed Aretha Franklin as a gift from God and unmatched, following her death aged 76. The singer had cancer. Claire Gregory looks back as her life. Aretha Franklin started singing gospel in church as a child and went on to become known as the Queen of Soul. In 1967, she got her first number one with a cover of Otis Redding's Respect. Her other hits include You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, Chain of Fools and I Say a Little Prayer. Franklin sold more than 75 million records worldwide, has won 18 Grammy Awards and was the first female performer inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A man's been charged with murdering a nurse who appeared as a contestant on this year's Britain's Got Talent. Desmond Silvers accused of stabbing Simone Kerr to death in Battersea, south-west London, yesterday. A senior Labour MP standing by comments she made accusing the party's leader of anti-Semitism. Margaret Hodge has been speaking just days after disciplinary action against her was dropped over a confrontation with Jeremy Corbyn on the issue. She maintains his handling of it has been unacceptable. It's a very fine line between being pro-Palestinian, the Palestinian cause, which he's always believed in, and being anti-Semitic. And I think he's gone the wrong side of that line. Diggers are breaking up concrete as they search for up to 20 people missing after the motorway bridge collapse in Genoa. At least 38 people are known to have died in the disaster. Debenhams is cutting up to 90 staff as part of cutbacks. Hundreds of workers will be asked if they want to take redundancy. And the zoo where a wallabies escaped from says she's very content and they're certain they'll get her home. The animal's on the loose after escaping in Wolverhampton. That's the latest. I'm Annie Green. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds.
Right, so it's last ball radio. Three minutes past eight. We're just um, just talking about you know typical football fans yeah, of other clubs and just you know educated fans of other clubs and books they may read. Yeah, that should have been broadcast. Strictly <laughs> speaking, someone might have got offended, but it's good. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, just very quickly in the Europa League, it's Burnley nil, Istanbul. Russia nil, uh, NK Maribel nil, Rangers nil, Molder three, Hibernian nil is a full time result. Uh, Jack's in the studio. Can I talk a bit of football? Yep. Go on then. All right. <laughs> 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 so just just what, so you, think, covered, you, yeah. you would have been travelling, yeah. So we've we've talked a little bit around. We didn't talk about Jeffrey Schlupp's goal. To be fair, but we've talked about the Fulham game in general. Talked about Wilf's contract. Uh, talked a little bit about. You know, strength in depth, the fact that Mayer hasn't played. Uh, we haven't really, you know, Jordan IU hasn't really got much of a look in. But really, uh, I suppose where, where we're up to is starting to think about what happens next week. But really sort of looking at the sort of back end of the performance against Fulham. How much should we read into it? How good were Fulham? Were we lucky? That kind of stuff. Um, I mean, look, you know, Hennessy's the hen has made a bunch of saves. The hen, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He's made a lot of saves, and first, first two or three games of the season, there really isn't an awful lot of point reading too much into it. You know, from from a Palace point of view, and even from a Fulham point of view, you know, Fulham brought in you know about twelve new players. They're going to bed in, so that wasn't true representation of Fulham. Palace have got some players. who may not be playing you know, at their peak, at their fitness at the moment, and the system might have been tweaked a little bit, fair enough, it's similar. But, you know, there were some really good points that game. Like, I, did, I didn't manage to watch the whole thing, but I watched, I watched most of it. Mm. And while I was waiting to come in, I heard you say something about we're not, you know, we're playing possession when it suits us. And I think that's absolutely right. We are, we found a way to play when we're on the ball, we're good, and we're only good on the ball. So whenever we have possession, we make something of it. You know, we could win a game with 10% possession because we'll be, we'll be brilliant for, for that period of time where we have the ball yeah. you know, and that's that's testament to what Roy Hodgson's done with this side he's, I think you know, even from the back end of last season in the Fulham game he's getting everyone to play to their like, you know, fullest potential and the strength in that team at the moment looks really good and I'm trying not to get too excited but I, I am I am, <laughs> I am looking forward to you know, you know, where this season could go especially as with Roy it looks like there's no there's no catastrophe over the horizon where with Palace often, often you have things that look like they're going to go wrong or you, you just know how it's going to be <laughs> sorry that's got massive abuse for, I've got uh, for briefing into the uh, um, what, and what's, <laughs> uh, what about the new signings who do you think uh, who do you think is going to first come into the starting lineup, and who do you see coming out of it you saw it, against Fulham jeez <laughs> how professional uh, are we here guys come on you're going to get sacked in your real job at least don't get sacked <laughs> <laughs> but, well I think, I think I will be a player to replace Bakary Sacco, you know, as the, as the kind of player, the, the one that the one that comes in, you know, off the bench and stuff like that. Kuyati, I'm, I'm most looking forward to seeing because it might be finally time to see some game management from Roy Hodgson and Crystal Palace. Like, we lost so many points last season where, you know, late goals were conceded because, you know, there was no one to bring on from the bench and everyone got, you know, a bit tired and the other team, you know, brought players on and changed the game a little bit more. Um, so Kuyati would be good. Maya, I'm really excited to see. He's a bit of an unknown quantity, Maya. We spoke about him on here before. But, you know, 
he can bring you know that bit of class that can then take us to the next level and that you know that's quite exciting who do you think <coughs> so let's say for for example Maya he's he's the when he came into Palace he's he's the hot prospect and everyone's looking forward to him who do you see dropping inside against Fulham everyone played top quality the first name that normally used to come up was Jeffrey Slup but then again he scored a goal and he played very good who do you see coming into the side yeah how do you, how yeah, do you see him coming in uh, I mean, you look. You look at who you can drop. I imagine he'll play on the left side of a midfield uh, four, and you know that that will mean that Schlupp drops in, and a, and a midfield of Maya, um, Luca, Macarthur, and Andros Townsend is a really exciting yeah. one. And you know, uh, you know, Schlupp's a great player to bring on because he can, you know, he showed against Fulham on Saturday that he can affect the game going forward. And of course, he's a defender um, as well, so you know he can be a player that can you know come off the bench. And it's just exciting to finally have a bit of squad depth. Like it's just something we've never had before. Yeah. And this is probably the the deepest squad. Is that thing to say? Yeah, I think it's probably one of the deepest squads we've ever had. Probably our best squad, I think. Um, in terms, of best pass squad. Ever, like, if you actually look at that. Uh, not only sign their own, but the squad overall. There's actually players who are actually quality who's on the bench and who can make an impact. I can see Hambo sharpening them knives. Whereas, well, no, no, you got two, you're, two you're children talking about best Palace squads ever. But I mean, I've well, seen, I've, words. Seen, <laughs> I've, 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 I've seen the. Um, the, uh, the the tweets about people turning around saying that Wolf is the greatest Palace player ever, and, and some people come exactly. up going, whoa, 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 hold I mean, up. He is, he is the greatest Palace player ever. Of the modern era. I, yeah. I'd uh, say greatest uh, player ever, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, that's the thing though, he is. Like, it's, I know it's up for debate, but... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You're all wrong if you don't think he... It's the longest I've had to go without speaking in a long while. Okay, who's better than Wilf in Um, past history? Let's have it. No, the the simple fact of the matter is is that Wilf is my all-time favourite Palace player. All right. Is my all-time favourite Palace player. Is he the best though? Um, I I think it's very difficult to contextualise what the best ever is. I I would say there's a very strong argument to say that he is. I think if you look at if you look at probably everyone else's, if you look at in terms of ability, the best Palace player ever. Most people will go modernish era Attilio Lombardo, who neither of you would have seen play, but trust me. <laughs> But I think going back further, you have people like, I mean, Peter Taylor, uh, Johnny Byrne. Ian Wright. Ian Wright, Mark yeah. White. 
Mark Bright, Jeff Thomas, and then you get people like. I mean, we've got an all-time got top goal scorer, Andy ever. Johnson. Uh, Andy Johnson, yeah, mm. uh, but Peter Steve Simpson. Pember. Peter Simpson is our all-time top scorer. No one in probably there's very few people alive who would ever have seen him play. But how would we know? <laughs> so I think it's it's a really. I think what people have a problem with when you say he's the best best ever is it's. It's kind of it's always going to be subjective, isn't it? It's a really hard one to say because there's no definitive way to define it. But if you look at if you if you <laughs> weird <laughs> sentence, but if you if you look at what you know if you if you look away from from the stats and and, and whatever, but the the impact he's had on the club has been enormous. Like he's taken us from a championship side to a championship promotion team. He's taken us from a Premier League team that are fighting to stay up to a Premier League team that's now in the mid table. You know he's he's dragged this club through his ability to new levels and I, I don't know in history if there's ever been one player who's had such an no, impact it's, like it's that very, Andy Johnson probably <laughs> well AJ AJ the thing about him is he used to change the way teams played against Palace and it's very rare that one player does that it's very rare that one player on your team will completely change the entire system and approach of another team and that's why AJ was special um, but I, listen, I totally agree with everything you're saying guys I really do but I think when you look at you know, in terms of impact, certainly he's been with us a very long time uh, since he was a kid. He came through the youth system. He got let's not let's you know let's admit it, he got us promoted basically. That he, he you know he got us into the Premier League. He left, came back, and then it's been a huge part of keeping us there. But look at what Lombardo did in his career, not just the way he did at Palace, but the type of player he was, how good he was for us, and then what he did outside of Palace. You would you would say as a player, he is probably the best player to have played for Palace. But I would say two three years ago, the gap between Lombardo and Wilf was obvious. Now it's paper thin, right? And in two years' time, there'll be zero doubt. What about what about your on on? I know it's a bit too early to say, but on paper, ain't this one of the like greatest Palace teams in terms of skill? Does this ever? match up to 1991? It's, do you know what? They're very different teams. Very, very different. Very, people won't like me pointing this out who were around in that era. But Steve Koppel played very direct, cynical football. Um, I think this is certainly the best football in squad Palace have ever had. Mm. But in terms of individual talent, about in terms of people who sort of gelled together as a, as a really effective team. And as a team, they become became so much greater than some of their individual parts, but they also went on to really great careers elsewhere. I think 1990 is still a very, very tough ask in terms of, of uh, are we better? You know, football's changed an awful lot, but definitely the best footballing squad we've ever had. Yeah. Let's go for a quick break. I mean, look, you can have your say on, on something like this it's uh 0208 that's time to call at love sport radio on twitter 813 is love sport putin isn't like hitler he's more like me just not as fat love sport i work for a spokesman said.com we can help you save money on your home insurance all you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal ian stone's comedy breakfast on love sport 
I do think some religious outfit, outfits look crazy, right? And this goes for the Jews as well, by the way. Don't get me wrong, right? My uncle's a Hasidic Jew. Okay. You know the big, you know the big hats and the yeah, long yeah, black yeah. coats and all that stuff. And I said to him, "Why do you wear this outfit?" I asked him, "Why do you wear this outfit?" He goes, "This is what our ancestors wore in Russia 200 years ago." And I said, "Yeah, but was that a religious thing or just because it was freezing cold?" <laughs> Which I think is a perfectly fair question. I mean, if you start a religious cult on the equator and all you have was a loincloth, and then you uprooted to Siberia, you wouldn't walk about in loincloths going, "God, it's parking, isn't it?" Jesus, <laughs> I wish I, <laughs> I wish our guru had chosen a long black coat and a big furry hat. Weekdays from 6:30 a.m. My brain is very correct, unlike Robert De Niro. This is Love Sport. Uh, currently in the European League, it's Burnley nil, Istanbul. Neil, uh, <laughs> a couple of photos coming in to us. No away tickets sold. Um, so uh, just a friend, friends and family, the players coming over from Turkey. Lovely. Um, yeah. Is Apparently, they reckon that all the all the Istanbul. Players got a plus one with a ticket. I don't want to talk about, but I think it's politics, mainly. That's why they didn't come. I think that's it. I, no, I know Turkish. I know Turkish fans, and they would they would want to come. They normally they. I saw them against Arsenal. You know, Fenerbahce fans. They they do love coming, going to away games in well, Europe. I think most it's politics. Of, that's most what people it is. don't actually know where Burnley is. Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's not the greatest location. Let's say that. Yeah, but. I think it's mainly politics. Can you imagine, you, you know, a right. Turkish new, newly wedded couple, husband sports Istanbul, and, uh, and and the wife, you know, she's not too interested in football, he says, come on, love, I'm going to take you on a dream holiday, we're going to go to England, she's thinking, yes, Trafalgar Square, Leicester Square, <laughs> Houses of Parliament, no, I'm taking you up Burnley. Is that the other Burnley? Burnley. Burnley. I tell you what. <laughs> They'd have had a lovely time at the cricket club next to Turf Moor. <laughs> you always talk about that. I, I do every club. time. The scratch cards, <laughs> the cheap Jaeger bombs, the, nah. the, the barbecue outside that's never being used. It's absolutely smashing. Never been there. Used. It's just never used when I'm there. But, I mean, I mean, listen, if I could go there and within 25 minutes be so drunk I'd black out, <laughs> then, you know, it's. It's the greatest TripAdvisor <laughs> review ever. That's <laughs> exactly, exactly it. Um, oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll keep you aside uh, everything that goes on in the Europa League this evening. Zenit St. Petersburg 4, Dynamo Minsk uh, 1. It's currently 5-4 on aggregate to Dynamo <laughs> Minsk, though. Uh, there's been some really good ties in this competition so far, but unfortunately Burnley letting everyone down. Uh, Midgetland 3, the new Saints of Wales 1. Um, they're 5-1 uh, up on aggregate of course the new Saints are the ones who, uh, who who knocked out the Lincoln Red Imps of Gibraltar yeah which obviously uh, we were gutted about the, so, the Chippenhamers European Adventure Midgetland are beating you new Saints that's that's, the, that's, that's what, what you get I bet that's what the Chippenhamer brothers are all saying as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Muscat um, Mulder 3 Hibernian nil. Uh, Larnaca are beating Sturm Graz 5-0 7-0 on aggregate uh, HJK Helsinki are beating uh, well are, are losing 4-1 to Olympia Lubian. some great names yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're 7-1 on aggregate you Copenhagen as quickly as you backed out of yeah. it <laughs> Copenhagen 2 CSK Sofia 1 4-2 on aggregate there Abel Nicois, uh, Nicosia 3 Hapoel Beersheva won. It's 5 through an aggregate. There's 36 other ties. I'm not going to bother reading out the results. <laughs> no? No. Well, come, that would take us up to the end of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to uh, bother doing that. But the only good thing I can spot is that uh, Burnley's opponents, who I will not name, uh, have a gentleman called Napoleone on the bench. Oh, not Napoleon, Napoleone. Um, let's is that small Napoleon? Basically, yeah. Okay. He was already uh, small. Yeah, like the ice cream. 
<laughs> Neapolitan. That's the one. I was quite <laughs> Napoleon as a kid. Um, right, let's look ahead to the game Monday night. The Dwight Gale... I call it the Dwight Gale derby, even though it's got nothing to do with Dwight Gale. <laughs> the fact that he just scored one goal in it and just destroyed... It's two, isn't it? All it, was two, it, two? it was two, yeah. Delaney one, Gale two. I mean, genuinely. All I just want... I want Jules to start this game, first and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for my bet. I mean, I have other reasons. The fact that, you know, I reckon he'll, he'll have a stormer, but... Again, I've got Scouse pals who, who I've been talking to who aren't confident going to Sellers Park. They said 3 o'clock on Saturday, no problem. Monday night, 8 o'clock, under the lights, yeah, we're a bit worried. Yeah, we've we've had a good record um, against them. We are a very dangerous side at home, under the lights. You get, you get, you get all sorts going on. Uh, what's that team name there, DR, on the screen? Bashakshir. Okay, just sort of check. Um, this you know we, I can understand them being a bit nervous, but I would I would have thought with their result against West Ham, with the money that they've spent, and with the natural scouse overconfidence, that they would they would be very much relishing this this trip to South London. This is our year. Um, <laughs> yeah, with West Ham, I mean. We, we, we spoke about it at, at length believe me at length in our West Ham fan show Monday night 7pm Last Sport Radio um, and, and Manuel Pellegrini was genuinely he, he lost it was lost before they even got there he turned around and goes the game was lost before the game it was lost during the game it was lost after the game <laughs> <laughs> I'm so heartbroken <laughs> what are we doing you know he spent £100 million pound, but I still think they're lacking you know, a holding midfielder, they're lacking players throughout their squad, whereas Palace feel a bit more of a complete unit. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, I don't look at West Ham with any sense of jealousy whatsoever. I think they I think they were quite harsh, you know, with, with what they did at the back end of, of last year, managerially. I don't think that the change has really... You know, they've picked someone with a big reputation and tried to back him in the window and you, sh- you can't really criticise a board for doing that but it doesn't feel like they've done it in a kind of joined up way it, it feels like they've targeted a bunch of players um, to you know they seem to all be all about reputation if you know what I mean rather than looking about what they actually need and what they actually want they've gone out and they've tried to buy names they've got a, a, a manager with a you know, with a with a big name, and they've tried to go and buy big name players, and they haven't really thought about how that gels into a team and how that works. And that's always really been West Ham's problem: is they they're all show. Is West that enough? Is that <laughs> if, I, if I slagged them N- off, N- old West Ham there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. No, anyone else? <laughs> Liverpool, Liverpool were, were. It wasn't so much West Ham being bad. Liverpool were really, really good. Naby Keita was going to be the signing of the season, potentially player of the season, and you know. Against a two-man midfielder, Sellers Park, you know, occasionally three-man midfield, I, I, I do really worry about that because if you watch, if you watch the Liverpool game, they they bypassed West Ham's midfield before the West Ham players had even acknowledged what was going on. You know, Mark Noble, Wilshere, you know, they were just they were they were lost. They were passengers. They had the best view of the the whole game on the pitch, but. It's, it's going to be really important that Luca and um, McCarthy, if we present to, they they're going to have to sit very close to the back four and limit the space so that they're going to have to exploit in behind and in that little gap there because you know they they were Liverpool was so good against you know, against West Ham it's going to take a big ask to stop them I think yeah no but when you're going to Anfield and you're telling your defenders this is why right, just keep pressing up high go for it go on and Liverpool are whipping in crosses from as good as the halfway line I think you've got a little bit of an issue you know it's just like 
West Ham were just out there for to get a hiding. Uh, yeah, West Ham were I'm sure we'll do a lot better than them, but it's still going to be a big ask, um, you know, to do something to this Liverpool side because I thought they looked really good. Yeah, looking at Liverpool last year, they re- they already had a brilliant squad, and going forward, they had class players, and they've improved in the midfield, which is probably arguably their weakest point, and then and they got a brilliant goalkeeper as well. I know it's early days, but against West Ham, they were really good and. You know, you said it. You said it before. Oh, it's there. Yeah, that's what they always say. But behind City, if I'm looking at title contenders, it has to be Liverpool for me. Like realistically, they just got they've got the talent in their squad. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep it up all season long because that's that's the problem with Liverpool. Um, they, they tend to slip up against smaller teams. But on paper and what I saw on uh, Sunday, I think yeah, it was against West Ham. They've got a very good team, and it's going to be one hell of a match. And we will have to, we need to defend as a team because if you don't defend as a team, them going forward, they're just going to end us apart. But we've done a decent job of that last season, so I'm not I, that that worried. I do love to play this game because it do, it shows it does show bias about how it, how it works. What? So you take your, take the Palace team, okay, yeah. as it is, uh, and take the Liverpool team. Who, which players do you swap out? What do you mean? No, well, in goal, in goal, they got, they got better goalkeeper. Better goalkeeper, so Allison. So okay. don't get me wrong, he hasn't been tested. Yeah, he hasn't. No. But on paper, he got in the oh, Garth Crooks team of the week, didn't he? Despite not saving the shot. What a Garth. On, yeah, on paper, okay. Goalkeeper, they win. So what about centre backs? It's, it's centre backs is a bit of a hard one. Gomez and Van Dijk are very good. Wouldn't swap those. Robertson is very good. Wouldn't swap him. No, wait, wait, right wait. Back so maybe. Do it the other way. So Tompkins and Sacco never lost a game for Palace. So you'd drop both, would you? For for Van Dijk and Gomez. Well, they are very Gomez good. Gomez wouldn't get in our team. Van Dijk overrated. Over, uh, you know, spent way too much money on him. No, no that's not, that. No, that, well, but the money part. Fair, though, they have, they yeah, have yeah. Uh, clean sheet since February, I think, in the league. They haven't conceded a goal. That's what they, the games they played, yeah. So, yeah, okay. so not interested. Yeah. Stop, stop, stop. Not interested. <laughs> not interested. Talk about bias, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, we've, we've not lost a game with Tompkins and Sacco, right? Yeah, no, it's a bit of a hard one. It's a hard defense. one because you know, you defend as a system as so, well, as much as it is individual. And of course, so Aaron Rampazak is the best right back in the world, so he can't. <laughs> so, obviously, Trent <laughs> no, Alexander. PVA, he can't drop PVA, he plays wherever he wants. So, that's an entire. Not honestly. Yeah. So the entire back four stays where it is. Luca, did you drop Luca for any of their lot? All right, Chris, now you're going <laughs> crazy. Really you're, you're going, all right, and then Ben Teke or Salah. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. No, but so you got you got to just, you got to say Wilf or Salah. Salah? Wilf, you're no, right. I, no, no, jo- no, jokes aside, it's, I like Salah as a player. Don't is tell it, me. No, no, Don't no, tell no. me about to say he's a whole player. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say he's better than Salah, but. I am. Salah's a great finisher. But I think on the ball, I, I, actually, I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit of a tricky. It's, it's, it's a tricky situation. Both comparing Liverpool. Well, well, I I we can have a Liverpool fan on at half eight. You you can sort of bash him up a bit. Yeah, that'll be good. But we'll be back after a, a, just a slight intermission. Hambo's like quaking. He's proper shaking. Just like uh, fury. Oh, Julian Sproni and Mignolet. Just, I'm just enjoying myself. It's a fun Julian game. Julian Sproni would take Carius and Mignolet together. Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly right. Aaron, you get it. Exactly, I do. Slash Sport Radio. Yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball. Truly do. Yep. Go the Brits. Love sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. 7bestbets.com. If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. 
We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. For quick reply, affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Arsenal are the Gooners. I thought that was a kids' movie from the 80s. Very popular, very, very popular, tremendously popular. This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Pick in two, pick in five. <laughs> oh, no. What? Um, yeah, we, we were in the middle of uh, bashing Liverpool and yeah, I was, some yeah. of us were yeah, yeah. yeah. argue with people and yeah. I got a, I got a squad up against West Ham. Yeah, Realis- uh, let's go through realistically. Let's go through realistically. So let's start with front three this times. Liverpool's front three of Salah, Firmino, Mane. None of you. You don't swap any players, please. Like really, say they're better than they're better. has got to be in there. For who? For who? Yeah, I'm Zaha for money. Okay, Zaha for money. Benteke for Salah. All right, now you're good. Now you're pushing it. <laughs> and Andros has got that song. James that is brilliant. There's a song. Right. Then the midfield: Kaita, Wijnaldum, and James Milner. I think James. James Milner. Yeah, yeah. James MacArthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chuck Fabino in there though. Huh? Fabino's up front. No, Fabino. Oh, oh, well, he's on a bit. He didn't start. I've never seen him play. He didn't so start. So, I've got no opinion. He didn't start. Well, yeah, we look... Therefore, he's currently rubbish. Mac- until yeah, Mac will go, Mac will go until ahead, Mac will go ahead yeah. of Milno. What about Wijnaldum? It's a bit of a weird one. Uh, like. um, Luke is better than Wijnaldum. But that, I see Wijnaldum more of a... Not defen- Luke is more defence. I don't know. It's a bit of a trick one, isn't I, it? I, listen, I've just stated a fact, so move on. <laughs> 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 All right, right-back situation, I think... Uh, is better than Arnold. I think Arnold is a bit. Alexander Arnold is a very good player. Yeah, but but, but, but yeah. is a machine, mate. Yeah, he's an absolute machine. And then Van Dijk, I think he's better than um, Tompkins. I didn't like him. Tompkins and Sacco comes a pair, so they're either in together or out together. 
So, all right then, well, let's compare to you. Joe Gomez and Van Dyke or Tompkins I'm, or... I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of Gomez, mainly because he came from Charlton, but... Fair play. Well, in that yeah. case, it's got to be Tompkins and Saka. That's that decided. It's a bit... It's a, and then Robert, uh, PVA yeah. or... Robertson. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I love PVA. I mean, uh, Robertson's a brilliant orthodox left-back. He's brilliant at getting forward. He's got excellent cross on him. But PVA does bits... You oh, know. All right, yeah, you so, put it out there, so yeah, you're all right. PVA does do bits. I mean, all jokes aside, it is tougher than you actually yeah, might think, it, right? A Liverpool fan will tell you otherwise, and and I'm sure, you know probably I'm, I'm so I'm basically making a point about bias, but I'm also making a point about what it's like when you watch a team week in week out. It just shows how far we come as a club as well. Like, yeah, Liverpool are a massive club, they are, and. The fact that we're comparing Palace to Liverpool in terms of play, uh, players and asking if some of the Palace players can yeah. go in the Liverpool side is just extraordinary on but, its own. But how many will we, will we weigh off? It's not that many, is it? Yeah, Are so we, like, yeah. It's <laughs> should, should, we, should we get the Liverpool view? Let's do it. Yeah. We'll do it. After a quick break, it's ball. The Iran nuclear deal. If the pullout is as good as it is with my wife, it'll be worth it. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. I had to giggle when uh, Ferdinand said Mourinho has to use all his dark arts to not just keep Pogba, but to sort of dark bring arts. this dark arts. What, hypnotising? Oh, well, you are staying at Manchester. <laughs> well, you I love it here. <laughs> Salford <laughs> is your spiritual home. Why wouldn't when you Pogba stay in Salford? Up, where am I? <laughs> Weekdays from 6.30am. The Opposition View on Love Sport. That's exactly what it is, the opposition view. Let's uh, speak to the opposition now. And my old mate, Kieran Samra, sports journalist and Liverpool fan. Evening, Kieran. Hi, Aaron. How are you doing, mate? Not bad, not bad. I'm, I'm, I mean, look, today when, when we spoke prior to the show, you asked me, Aaron, am I going to be attacked by 10 or so Palace fans? I'll say no, <laughs> but you've got one Man United fan and three Palace fans. And Hambo, yeah. I mean, well, you could do the work for the rest of them, pal. Absolutely right, mate. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riled up. I'm feisty. All of those things. <laughs> Fe- Fe- yeah, I've been listening in, lads. I've heard how you're, uh, how you're bashing Liverpool right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the fact of the matter is, yeah, that Benteke is a better striker than Salah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us, Kieran. I mean, look, a great start for you for your mob on uh, on Sunday against a West Ham team that, let's be fair, they they spent a hundred million pound. Part of me can't actually see where they've spent it. You know, they've bought in like a load of players, and it just seems like they're just there and they're just hoping for the best. It's going to take them a bit of time uh, to crack on with what they're doing, but it was a walk in the park. It, it really was. It really was, Aaron. Um, I think West Ham, they, they had one ball the whole game, just long ball, and that's exactly what we're going to see against Palace on Monday night, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Whoa, what happened what? there? Poppin you there. wait until <laughs> you see the football from Roy Hodgson, and then <laughs> you'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, it was it was brilliant watching Liverpool um, first game of the season. I was nervous going in going into the season, but I mean, what way to, to dispel our fans' fears? You know, it's a, it's a nice early marker for everyone else. Uh, Aaron's just looked at me wide-eyed, <laughs> so I guess that's my, my cue to speak, is it, mate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, let's start with uh, let's start with Roy because not well liked by the Liverpool support. I think it's fair to say. But what do you think about the job he's done at Palace? He's done a remarkable job at Palace. Um, I think he took over when you were you were rock bottom of the league, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, uh, he's he's done brilliantly to make you to make you the team that you are right now. 
Um, I, I do think genuinely Palace are up there with those mid-table teams like Everton, West Ham. You know, those, those ones that you don't expect to be anywhere near the bottom at the end. So you've done brilliantly with it. He's done brilliantly in particular. So what went wrong with, with him at Liverpool then? Oh, God. No, I don't know. <laughs> Paul Konchesky was the start. <laughs> <laughs> no, fair point. Yeah. That, is, that is a point well made. <laughs> I think he's done some uh, a lot better um, recruitment at Palace. I don't know if he's had a helping hand from a technical director or whatnot, but yeah, yeah, he's, he's done much better there. Yeah, At got... Liverpool, I think it was maybe... You can't even say it was too early in his career because he, he'd already been at you know, Inter Milan, West Brom. Um, I don't know. Maybe he just couldn't... The Anfield hot seat's just not for everyone, I guess. Yeah, he has. You know, he has struggled at certain clubs. He didn't. You know, Blackburn he struggled at, and obviously yeah. the issues that with the England job. I suppose it's it's about finding the right environment. I guess, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, looking at the the type of team Palace are now, um, you know, and the business we've done over the summer, you know, Aaron's mentioned that some Liverpool fans do have a bit of a fear of of Palace, particularly. Uh, you know, a night game at Sellers Park after Cristambul, of course, as yeah. we call it. So, yeah. how are you feeling ahead of it? Uh, personally, yeah, I have to agree. Um, Sellers Park on a Monday night under the lights is one of the scariest places in the Premier League to be. Second to maybe Stoke or on a par. You know, you know that famous saying, you don't want to play Stoke on a cold, windy night, on a cold Monday night, do you? Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I think, I think a lot of Liverpool fears do come from... Chris Danball, as you and you guys call it, oh, I just call it heartbreak day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we we haven't played on a Monday night since, so I do hope that we've gotten over that hoodoo now. So do you say Liverpool haven't played on a Monday night since? Against Palace, against Palace. Oh. I was about to say, if that's <laughs> not fixation, I don't know what it is. But then again, I know you played my mob in what was the most boring game ever at Old Trafford a couple of seasons back. Oh, yeah. It was a nil-nil or something like that. But uh, that, that it, it could have genuinely been deemed as, as, as sheer match-fixing. I would have been straight <laughs> into the FA. <laughs> Um, um, hi there. Looking at the Palace, <laughs> why is Aaron looking at me like that? <laughs> yeah. Um, looking at the Palace side, um, which player do you fear the most? Oh, I think you know what. I'm going to refer to my fancy, my fancy Premier League team for this. I've got, I've actually got three Palace players in there. Have you Can, do you think you can name them? Uh, Zaha, Zaha, Patrick Van Aanholt, and uh, Luka Milivojevic. Oh, close. I, I got rid of Luka on the, on the last minute decision. Defender, Wan Bissaka. Wan Bissaka, yeah. Keep his chips in the game, and what a great start he had. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, gen- I think your fullbacks are a lot like ours, pushing forward. They are they are brilliant. Um, especially Van Arnold. I've loved him since he's been a Fenton player. He's a fantastic signing. Your new um, go-, go on. Sorry, sorry, go on. Oh, go on. Uh, yeah, we've got Robertson. Yeah, your, 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 yeah, your new goalkeeper had a fairly easy debut against um, West Ham. What kind of problems do you think Palace can cause your defence this weekend? Oh, I think... Oh, that's a tough one. I think Palace, Palace, can, Palace are a bit more able to play in a variety of ways. You know, you can hit those balls up to Benteke, whereas you can also slide through defences. And as you saw with uh, Zaha's goal against Fulham, he, he just slipped straight through, didn't he? I think... I think they're much more of a threat going forward. West Ham yet to gel as a as a team. You know, a lot of new names in there, big names as well. Um, so I'm more worried about about your overlapping defenders, your overlapping fullbacks, because our wingers predominantly stay forward. Um, 
and Zaha. The threat of Zaha is just unreal. Yeah. Um, just, I know you guys signed uh, quite a few players um, during the summer, but Naby Keita is, is the one that um, is standing out from, from the most. Uh, I know he played against West Ham, so what can we really expect from him? Um, as a, uh, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday. What what can Naby, what's his main threat? Like, what, what's his main strengths? I think his main, a lot of people um, who haven't, hadn't seen Naby play uh, beforehand, before Red Bull, um, thought he was a defensive midfielder, but he's the total opposite. He's essentially a number 10 with the legs to go to be a box-to-box. He's a box-to-box number 10. That's probably the best way to explain it. He'll be pressing high up the field at one, one, in one minute, and then if you try and counter, he'll be back in, in a centre midfield role. So I think he's brilliant for that. Um, he'll be pushing high up the pitch for hopefully isolating Milelio. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Milelio. Yeah. <laughs> I'll call him Luca. I'll call him Luca, Luca yeah. Today. <laughs> um, hopefully that stops Luca and, and MacArthur from pushing forward at all. But I mean, if they do, it's dangerous because leaving Cater to run at your back line will be, will be a big danger especially with our front three ahead of them, to keep them occupied throughout the game. Yeah, I've got a feeling we might might shift our midfield about, maybe even see the Coyote start uh, and get an, extra, cool. get an extra man in there. I think playing the system we have been playing, which, again, it's almost impossible to define. I was saying to the guys earlier, it's every time I look at it, it drives me mad. You've got, you know, you've got Townsend playing as a winger on the right of a four, but the winger on the left-hand side tucks in a place as a central midfielder, so it makes zero sense whatsoever. It's uh, yeah, it's a very very fluid formation, but I think we might might pack the midfield there. Um, my uh, Deliveroo driver looks a lot like Salah. Do you think I'll get away with swapping them over ahead of the game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, as long as he's not in his phone before the game. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, how do, you know? Again, looking at look from a from a Palace perspective, how how do we stop your your forwards? What you know? What how are we gonna are we gonna end this game with a clean sheet? How are we gonna have to go about doing it? For oh, hope and pray. Um, <laughs> find Sergio Ramos. He's got a bit of a vendetta against Liverpool right now. Um, but now, more realistically, um, I have no idea. You've, you really have to. You really have to defend in numbers and not lose concentration against this Liverpool team at any time. You know, even when you're in our half, you can't lose any concentration at the back because one lapse and then we we're seeming we're seeming to slide through defences with a couple of passes, and that's probably our biggest danger, our biggest threat. Sorry, um, at the speed at which we go forward is a real danger to teams. Um, from the Palace perspective, I'd say. I'd, I'd personally say play five at the back, but I don't think you've got the body for it. No, no I don't. I you don't, haven't got don't. that extra sense. So I would then. It'd the be Martin Kelly, and you know what would happen if we did that. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of own goals, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like you said about bringing Kiate in, if you can, if your three centre midfielders can then you know really support your back line, you've got a chance. You've got every chance because having Zaha, Benteke, and Townsend or Schlup going forward you, you've got enough to counter us with I was going to say la- last question for me actually was going to be you know our joy in the past against you has always been a been a quick counter and, uh, and sort yeah. of get you on the ropes and, and sort of hit you that way is, th- is that are you still open to that as a, as a defensive unit um, we're always open to be counter attacked um, the thing is with Liverpool if we're losing 2-0 if we're drawing or if we're winning 2-3-0 two, two we will always play the same 
Um, we're always going forward. But I do think against West Ham, I know it's early days, but Klopp showed a bit more positive game management um, where he did slow the tempo down. You know, we still managed to hit a fourth goal, which is great. But at 3-0, the play was much different. We, we took our time. We didn't commit forward. And it kept, it, that's probably why Alisson wasn't um, tested as much. Brilliant stuff, Kieran. Give us a, uh, a score prediction, pal. Oh, I'm going to go... 2-1 uh, Liverpool. <laughs> Yeah, I won't be doing that. I won't, I won't be doing that, mate. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kieran. No, no, mate. No, I'm, I'm not going for that. I'm going for 7-0 <laughs> Palace. Thank you very much for joining us, pal. Really appreciate it. Kieran yes, Samra, sports journalist with us on Love Sport. Um, gents, as we've been uh, as we've been talking, you know, and I'll tell you something, Dion. Do you know what he keeps doing? As you, as everyone knows, <laughs> I always have my, my, my Macintosh computer with me here. Yes. And Dion walks in and he's like, bruv. Give me two two charge. And he's in his bars, doesn't he? No, do you know what he does? He unplugs his phone. No, no, it's your charger. It's your charger. Look, I, I have You're banned. You're banned. I've just taken the charger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well done. You're banned. You, you just got discipline him. They're yeah, not going to back me. <laughs> <laughs> when, when have I ever backed you in an argument? It's not going to happen. Anyway, uh, back into the Europa League. We're in injury time in Burnley. It's Burnley, no Istanbul. Nil uh, at the moment, but the big game of the day took place in St. Petersburg, where it finished Zenit St. Petersburg 8, Dynamo Minsk 1. <laughs> Therefore, Zenit going through 8 5 on aggregate. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, I've That's never crazy. seen. I've never seen a, a, a capitulation of that size <laughs> since Liverpool lost the league back in fourteen. <laughs> imagine, yeah. imagine the Minsk fans who've travelled to that. And get, well, <laughs> <laughs> it, what's the worst that could happen? We're gonna we, 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 right. we all follow the Minsk yeah. over land and, and St Petersburg. Uh, <laughs> land have beaten the New Saints by three goals. Well, by the way, that Zenit score uh, is is a full time result. NK Marble nil, Rangers nil. Um, yeah, plenty. Oh, oh Hibernian are out of the uh, the Europa League as well. By the way. Oh no! Oh, Hibernian knocked out by Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Molder. Eight forty three. We'll see what Delight Tambo's got on social media for us next. Love Sport Five Live. As much happiness as in EastEnders. Love Sport. Love Sport with Seven OTB dot com. Play your way to one million pounds. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. It's the debate that will rage on for years and years. Who would make the England Test team's greatest Test eleven on Thursday, 27th of September at the London Hilton on Park Lane? Join Andrew Strauss, Mike Atherton, Henry Blofeld and Mark Nicholas as they lead everyone through a lively debate and discussion. The evening will be hosted by Chris Cowdery and will include the chance for you to have your say on who will make the legendary England Test eleven. For more information, visit lordtavernus.org forward slash events to find out more. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance Jim went on the spokesman said.com and saved hundreds 
I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman set and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired, pull off the road into a services or other safe area. Drink some strong coffee and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. Alright, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. They are some great people on the tube, really great people. But don't talk to them, don't talk. Seriously, silence on the tube, it has to be. Believe me, silence. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Sport Radio, quarter to nine on your on your Thursdays. Now, I know that there's been a new um, a new sort of you know head of social uh, social media added to the uh, the the team at back of the nest. I'm yeah. disappointed that he's forgot completely about the uh, the forward previews. Yeah, I know, but we got forward reviews, have we? Yeah, I've got fifty four of them. I won't do them all. No, but okay, well, let's just see if we can fire up. Are we going to fire up a bit, uh, Paddy? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm not sure it fits in with my, my plan. What was your plan? My, my pl- well, it still is. Because well, <laughs> obviously, you know, we know you're big on the Amdram scene down in Crawley. Absolutely right. And obviously, uh, coming up is a is a is a production at the Hawth Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> where that, that is a genuine theatre in Crawley, by right. the way. Uh, where I'll be doing a solo show of Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> it's uh, like a one-man reading. It is, yeah, yeah. On like on one side of my feet, I'll have a boat stapled to it. On the other side, it'll be some land. So I could do, I could do sea or land. At least when you're sacked, you've got something going on. I'm proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to keep busy. So I was going to try my pirate voice, but because the music's sexy, it'd be sexy pirate. <laughs> what? Like what do you reckon? What uh, a Paddy's coincidence! Sexy pirate. Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. I can't wait to hear this. Right, <laughs> right so what, what are we going for the forward reviews? Yeah, forward reviews. Forward reviews for your uh, your week ending Friday the 17th. Our Simon Pizzi. Europe, here we come. <laughs> ben, ben Fleury. Oh, hello, Ben. We are staying up. Uh, Has anyone ever been to Gloucester before? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you what, I've just noticed it's very easy to slip in a sexy farmer, isn't it? <laughs> when did Ian Holloway join the show? Anyone? R. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be from Roy Horson. Hundred million. Don't care. I don't know what that refers to. Fulham, Fulham, beaten Fulham at the weekend. Dom, Dom Fader can do a Leicester. What? Oh, you're right. What's to do with Philip? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Lisa. Two goals. Only August. Uh, Kevin. Apologies for questioning Hennessy. Um, excuse me one second. <laughs> just, going, just going through some bo- boring ones. <laughs> no offence to anyone who sent those in, but uh, 
Thanks yeah. for the time. Thanks yeah, for taking no, the time. I really do appreciate do your great. time. Yeah, I, and I like them all. They're just not always all suitable for sexy pirate, are they? No. <laughs> or farmer. Or, or farmer. Uh, or sexy in Holloways, it's also sounding like. Uh, Joe Richardson, one Basaka, England call up. He's hyphenated one Basaka to get an extra word. Nice one, that's crafty, that is. That is. Dan King, nine more wins needed. Ah, uh, oh, this is good. Rob Sherwood, Wayne gets down well. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> it. We're, we're, we're back. We're that's back. Right. That's right. William G. Eldridge. Sounds like a film star, doesn't he? <laughs> Happy clappers always lose. Uh, Adam. Adam Robertson. Long may it continue. <laughs> <laughs> that William G. Uh, what was his name? William G. Edridge or something? Uh, w- William, William G. Eldridge. Eldridge. Sure. <laughs> William G. Eldridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh I wish when people stop sending them. Matt. Matt Newton, <laughs> gonna win the league. Uh, Eagles Kev, money doesn't mean anything. Sam Azam Ali, it's coming home, mate. A bit late, mate. <laughs> <laughs> David Cheeseman Eagles, good, good name. We're up and running. And uh, I'm gonna. This will be my last one. Selhurst under lights. Slow start, solid finish. Oh, oh yes, captain of nicely. <laughs> Thank you very much for them, uh, Farmer Hambo. Very nice. <laughs> it was more farmer, wasn't it? Than yeah. the pirate. I mean, I'd say it was, it was farmer slash pirate crossed with Darth Vader. Yeah, obviously you got that <sighs> in there as well. <sighs> right, guys, listen, I'll get some Albus oil or something. <laughs> right, it's just I'll try and do something about it. That's a problem. <laughs> We are. Where, I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> where's it? Where's it going to be won and lost uh, uh, mon- Monday night in the midfield? What, what are we looking at? Do, do Palace need to to make sure they've got that that sort of wall up? I think. I think it definitely won and lost in the midfield. I think we've got to be really, really careful. Um, I think everything that's been highlighted so far with regards to our midfield being bypassed quickly is a is a real danger because. Uh, our back four only really function with the support of the of the midfield, in particular Lucas screening ahead of them. So, I think we're, pace is always a dangerous weapon against us. Um, and I think I think whether we can create a screen, I'm not so sure we have the the players for that. I think what we've really got to do uh, is pretty much as, as I forgot his name. Our Liverpool guest, Kieran, was it? Yeah, Kieran. Uh, as he was saying, it's it's about probably about the fullbacks, really. You know, do. Do we just go with what we're doing uh, and have Basaka and, in particular, Van Arnold steaming forward and adding to the attack and putting Liverpool on the back foot that way? Do you know, back ourselves because we're at home? Or do we say, say to them, actually, guys, stay where you are this time? You know, form a, form a proper defensive unit. And that's that's the, the decision that Hodgson's got to make. So, And I would probably go with the latter. I'd say rain them in a little bit this time. Well, I'd, I'd say take the game to them. So you look at the, the game at Sellers Park last year, you know, Liverpool got a late a late goal because they just eventually just they grind you down. They're so good, they will score, but you can't... I don't think you could ever think about keeping them out, so I think you've got to just take the game to them. Hit them where it hurts, and that's their defence. And, you know, if, if, you, if you're attacking them, then they can't attack. It's going to be... An, whatever happens, it's going to be an open and entertaining game. That's how both teams Is that play. not what West Ham tried to do and why they got destroyed? Doing it at Anfield and doing it at Sellers Park are probably slightly different for me. So that's that's why I think 
you know, it'd be, it'd be foolish to sit back and, and let them let them play against you because they've got individuals who can hurt you, they can hurt you as a team as well. So, yeah, I, I don't know what you think, but I think just go go for it, attack. Um, I don't think so. I just think they're just too... Sh- they've, they're already, as I said before, they're already strong and they are they have improved. I think they're just too strong in the midfield and attack for us to just steam forward. I think we need to be clinical on the counter I think we have to defend as a team even like the wingers have to come back and track their full backs because they're going to be pushing up the pitch and on the counter we just have to be clinical because if we're not clinical um, it's, it, 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 we're going to struggle big time because they will score goals I think it's going to, if we keep a clean sheet it's going to be like, I'll be amazed I think they will definitely score goals that's why we need to take our chances when they come along as you said their, their main weakness is still defence and their attack is just too good for us to just steam forward I think it will just create they will just uh, end the game quickly and score lots of goals if we just leave think, it open I think it's a real danger if we revert to long ball up to Benteke I think it would, would just end up with Benteke and Zaha isolated from the rest of the team yeah. uh, and it'll be a real problem if we do that That's what, what wouldn't be the worst thing if, if, they're, if they're teams high up the pitch one ball to Benteke you know, you'd see like a Liverpool midfield Zaha's there with him and you can isolate well, you'd like players. to see that's it as, as a way of catching them yeah, out yeah, as yeah. a way of breaking but if, if we do it as a, as a as a tactic throughout the game you'll just get the two centre halves Sticking on Benteke, one in front, one behind, and stopping that yeah. that move. I understand where you're coming from, but the main, if you look at their midfield, they've got three midfield, and we've, I know we've got four. But if you're looking at central midfielders, we, I think we could get outrun there, and it might have to come up to that. We might have to uh, be, um, put balls up to Benteke because they won't just let us play; they're going to pressure us and probably outnumber us <laughs> in midfield. But if that happens, I'm going to be very, very worried because last season and <laughs> very, very worried, yeah. Yeah. And last because last season what what happened was every time we lifted a ball up to Benteke he got isolated because they'll just double up on him and it was just pointless so hopefully we don't do that we just play on the floor how, how we normally do and like that I think we'll create our most of our chances just enjoying Jack choking this time isn't oh I thought you are laughing at me saying no. very no no no, no, no. <laughs> not this time trying to choke quietly it's a real hard to that <laughs> I, do, I do think that um you know, I understand exactly where you're coming from, though, Jack. I do. I don't want to see us turn up and just accept the fact that Liverpool are a decent side and, uh, and make it all about them. I think you know we are at home. We have to make it about how we want the game to go. We have to try and influence that and try and stop them getting things their own way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pressure's on Liverpool. 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 You know, are coming here as title contenders. Palace have won their first game. You know. If we lose, it's fine. We lose. They're Liverpool. They're great. You know, so you know, just go and have a go. That's how. That's how. You know, we saw last season how you get out of the bigger teams. You, you are aware that I've said we're going to win the league this season. We're we're the title. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes aside, um, if we're going to look at look back at a game last season, the way we should play is against Man City. I think that's the yeah. best way. Yeah. They they were like Liverpool last year, and they still probably are with their attack. They were dangerous, and we managed to stop them. Just be compact in midfield and. Just hope for the best, and be, uh, last we we could have beat Man City easily last season, but it's just a penalty, unfortunately, Luca missed, and I think that's the same approach we should have. Well, you know, it's the same manager, essentially the same bunch of players, um, so certainly it's a, it's a possibility we could do that. But I don't know, I, yeah, it's it's a, it's a tough one. You don't want to you don't want to over respect your your opponents, though. Wait, do we all agree that Liverpool's going to score? I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But whatever the score is, I don't know. It could be it could be five-one Liverpool, it could be three or it could be four-one Palace. Like it's honestly that that ridiculous. I think if if Super Wayne is in the same form he was against Fulham, Liverpool won't score because it's different. He was though. superhuman. <laughs> Jets, doing the, just, let's have, let's yeah. have some score predictions. Uh, Hurry up, Amber. Uh, 
Uh, 2-1 Palace. Yeah. Uh, 3-1 Palace. 3 Liverpool. Se- Whoa, 7-0 Palace is what I'm going to go. It's Crystal <laughs> Palace fan show. It's love sport. The dishonest media is about to give you some news. So long as it's not fake news and you're making me in a positive light, that I can tell you. Love sport. 1.7 seconds. It's over in a flash. This is the average view time of a video ad on a mobile device. Money worth spent, don't you think? Mark Pritchard, chief brand officer of Procter & Gamble, the world's biggest advertiser, has said that digital ads are annoying people with too much frequency. So, digital media, stick your algorithms up your... Anyway, radio is different. The average listener tunes in for over 21 hours every week. Your potential customers are listening right now. Grow your business with Love Sport Radio. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com fighting for you saving you money if you're in business i bet you hate wasting money we do taxi tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time so your message has the greatest potential for making an impact we do taxi tops visit wedoh.com we do the smarter quicker way of advertising in london supporting london businesses of all sizes thursday night across the capital good evening this is love sport radio got a jam-packed final hour for you paul mortimer joins us next we're gonna be talking to chesterfield manager martin allen as well sam avery has an efl roundup and helen summers previews a big weekend in women's football all that and more next It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered 
by fans.